Welcome everyone to Martiak Market Update with your host Mark Martiak. Mark is a Managing Director of Investments with AGP, Alliance Global Partners, member of FINRA and SIPIC. This show will explore topics ranging from market updates to the global economy and personal finance. Money is knowledge and Mark wants to help you navigate your relationship with money by offering timely guidance and his unique perspective. Here's Mark Martiak. I'm Mark Martiak, and this is Martiak Market Update. Thank you for joining me as we discuss key trends shaping our industries and markets. Today, I'd like to take a deeper look into the retail trading app Robinhood and discuss some of the reasons why younger generations like millennials and Gen Z are flocking to app-based personal finance tools. If you haven't heard of Robinhood, it's a popular trading app founded in 2013 by two Stanford University graduates with the goal of giving everyone, not just the wealthy, access to financial markets. They did this by being the first company to offer commission-free trades of stocks and exchange-traded funds, or ETFs, through their app. This differentiated offering changed the landscape, and soon after, other retail trading companies like Charles Schwab and Fidelity followed suit. Commission-free trades are now the norm for retail trading. The average age of Robinhood's users is 31 years old, and over 50% of their users are first-time investors, according to Robinhood's recent SEC filing. So what is it about personal finance apps like Robinhood that are so attractive to young investors? Despite having lower earnings than Gen X or baby boomers at their respective ages, millennials are more likely to have savings goals, manage their debt better, and stick to budgets. And their not-so-secret weapon to do this is technology. As discussed in our last podcast, millennials are also the first native generation that have had access to things like personal computers and smartphones their entire life. They are comfortable utilizing technology to manage all aspects of their daily lives and are now the majority users of web and mobile personal finance apps. It also helps that Robinhood's interface is so sleek and inviting. An NBC News report once compared it to Charles Schwab meets Candy Crush. Robinhood's interface is simple, clean, and mobile-centric and easy to navigate which is in contrast to many other retail trading apps that have an overload of news and financial information cluttering your small phone screen. Personal finance apps like Robinhood also push out regular account notifications, which ties into that instant access and gratification that native technology users are used to. According to one of their co-founders, Bejubat, Devoted Robinhood users have been known to check their accounts up to 10 times a day. As a result, young investors tend to trade more frequently and have a higher risk tolerance. This is different from more experienced investors who tend to have a longer view of letting their investments grow and only checking in periodically. During the pandemic, perhaps unsurprisingly, there has been a surge of interest in retail trading, especially with younger investors. People have been at home with a lot of extra time on their hands. Many have also lost their jobs and are looking for alternate ways to make money. In fact, a recent report from Investnet Yodley found that among individuals earning 35000 a year or more who received a government stimulus check, many used at least some of that money to buy stock. As a result, Robinhood's popularity has grown prolifically the past two years. Their revenues increased 245% in 2020 
and they added 6 million monthly active users in just the first quarter of 2021. Robinhood's recent success has not been without its fair share of controversy. In March 2020, as markets became more volatile in the early days of the pandemic, Robinhood suffered three days of trading outages. As a result of this, Robinhood was fined $57 million by FINRA and ordered to pay an additional $13 million in restitution to the affected clients. And in January of 2021, there was the run-up to buy shares of GameStop and other stocks driven by subreddit users. If you haven't heard of subreddit, it's an internet forum on the social news site Reddit. At its height, the short squeeze caused GameStop's price over $500 per share, nearly 30 times its 17 and 25 cent price at the beginning of January. This caused some brokerages, in particular, app-based services like Robinhood, to restrict the trading of these stocks so that they could meet the requirements of their clearinghouses. This decision drew condemnation from Robinhood users and the government alike. Several class action lawsuits have since been filed, and the outcome is still unknown. Despite these hurdles, Robinhood is still extremely popular with young investors, and it was poised to be one of the hottest IPOs during the last week of July 2021. Robinhood was valued at $11.7 billion in September of 2020, and its latest valuation in early July 2021, just 10 months later, is $30 billion. In keeping with Robinhood's mission of giving everyone access to the financial markets, they are giving retail investors access to their IPO through the IPO access feature of their app. According to their prospectus, Robinhood has set aside as much as 35% of their IPO shares for Robinhood customers. Why do younger generations have more trust in an app like Robinhood than an actual investment advisor? We found a recent survey from CB Insights that stated 71% of millennials said that they would rather go to the dentist than listen to what a bank has to tell them. This was driven largely by poor customer service and technology integrations. And to further this point, only 25% of millennial financial consumers would prefer to get their financial advice from a human being, the vast majority preferring the self-service route via apps. Ultimately, though Robinhood is a broker-dealer, it is not an investment advisor. They do provide users with access to an extensive amount of personal finance material to read if they want to. Those using the app should know what they are doing, and if they don't, it is not necessarily Robinhood's fault. Robinhood users would likely balk at being called uneducated traders. There are plenty of threads across the internet with personal tales of success. However, this has resulted in millennials and Gen Z investing in complicated financial instruments without fully understanding the risk. An extreme example of this was in June 2020. A University of Nebraska student committed suicide after seeing a negative cash balance of over 730000 in his Robinhood trading account. It was later discovered this was a temporary balance due to unsettled trading activity. As a result, Robinhood is adding additional criteria and education for users seeking high-level options trading. My advice for anyone who has gotten themselves into an investment outside of their comfort zone is to seek advice from a professional. Acquiring your recommendations online can be confusing. With this in mind, I want to emphasize how critically important 
It is to speak with a registered investment advisor who will understand your situation and provide advice to help you make the necessary adjustments to get you on track to meet your goals. I will go one step further and encourage you to contact me to discuss your personal situation. The process begins with understanding your objectives, making recommendations, and implementing a custom strategy to achieve your financial goals. As the cost of living continues to rise and squeeze already struggling millennials and Gen Z, the demand will continue to be strong for personal finance tools, either in the form of an app or a human that can help them make informed decisions. Thank you for joining me. It's been fun. And I'll see you next time when we discuss the latest trends in what is becoming the strongest IPO market we have seen in years. Thank you for listening to Martiak Market Update. Mark Martiak is the executive producer. Christina Brown is producer and Jennifer Gray is consulting producer and content editor. We also want to thank Libby Grant. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave us a review on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay tuned for Mark's next episode coming soon.